Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. In a, in a culture that quite often is extremely confident about right and wrong. Listen to me carefully. They're usually completely out of sync with the scriptures. What they say is right is often actually wrong, according to the Bible. What they say is wrong is sometimes actually right, according to the scriptures. The world is upside down. Our sinful nature has a way of blinding us to the truth of God, making what's good look bad and what's bad look good. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, mankind has a knack for taking the beautiful, righteous things God has given us and twisting them until they are in direct opposition to God's will. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. How many of you have ever been to an earthquake? You've been to an earthquake. You know how the first time it happens, it's like, what is this? Because this is supposed to be stable, right? I mean, the ground is not supposed to move. It's stable. And the first time it happens, whether it's the shaking or the moving or both or whatever, it throws everything off. Well, that was my experience in this moment of prayer when God showed me, you are so messed up in so many places that you can't see. And it was just this frightening moment for me. It's like, I mean, I know I I have some issues. and, And for God to show me that I have more issues than I even know about. And then, you know, realizing that other people can see those issues. Because, see, I had always thought about it as a pastor, as somebody in ministry. I know you have issues that you're not aware of. I'd never really thought about the fact that I have issues that I'm not aware of, that I have blind spots. So it was, it was scary. And then to further reinforce that, I guess, you know, there was a young guy that had been coming to the church a year or two, I think, maybe at the time. We were talking one day, you know, right in the same time frame. And... And he said, yeah, you know, Pastor Robert, when I first started coming here, you really turned me off. What? He said, yeah. And I'm like, how? What what do you mean? And he said, well, you just really, I don't know, you just seemed really arrogant. Arrogant. Are you for real? I'm not arrogant. And then I'm blind spots. 
Am I arrogant? Now, that for me was, like I said, it was frightening. It was, it was a really good thing, notice, just kind of sit down with the Lord later and say, am I blind to pride in here? Today we're looking at the final letter, these seven letters to seven churches in the book of Revelation. And this last letter is really a challenge to all of us to ask Jesus what he sees when he looks at our hearts. Revelation 3.14 is where we're picking it up. Jesus said, and to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, these things says the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you're neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you're lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich. And white garments that you may be clothed. That the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. So Jesus introduces himself to these Laodiceans as the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, the amen, meaning that he is the final authority. You know, the the word amen, the the Hebrew word, basically, it just means, you know, let it be so, may it, may it be, may it be so. It's kind of like concluding the conclusion of the matter. The amen, the authority, the one who has the final say, the faithful and true witness. You know, it's, it's like he's telling us that he alone really has a completely accurate understanding. What, what he sees is, is accurate. You know, what I was talking about a minute ago, that, that kind of, it's like, wait a minute, this guy's telling me I'm arrogant. I, when I look at myself, I don't see arrogance. I see insecurity. So which is it? What's really going on? You know, what's, what's really true about me? Am I prideful? Am I arrogant? Or, or am I actually just, you know, compensating because I'm so insecure? Which is it? Is it maybe at times is it both? Is the insecurity actually rooted in pride? What, I mean, what's, what, you know, it gets, it gets really confusing sometimes. It's like, what, you know, God, what is my heart in reality? Because what he sees is completely accurate. And what he says is totally reliable. Listen, this is so important to understand. Because, you know, we live in a world, the Bible says the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. We live in a, in a culture that quite often is extremely confident about right and wrong. Listen to me carefully. They're usually completely out of sync with the scriptures. What they say is right is often actually wrong, according to the Bible. What they say is wrong is 
sometimes actually right according to the scriptures. The world is upside down. The Bible gives us a a clear standard. And listen to me carefully. It's rooted in love, not condemnation, not hatred. It's rooted in love. Do you notice what Jesus said in that passage? Those I hate, I rebuke. Is that what he said? It's not what he said. He said, no, those I love, I rebuke, I chasten. The world out there says that, you know, if you call this, whatever it may be, sin, you're a hater. That's, no, actually, that's the loving thing to do. If someone is living in a manner which is destructive to themselves and others, it's going to be harmful, it's not going to work out well in the end, well, then the loving thing to do is to say, hey, that's not going to, that's not going to work out well. That's not going to work out well. That's the loving thing to do. The problem is the church has often done that with a bad attitude, so we shoot ourselves in the foot. But the truth of the matter is, Jesus is accurate in what he sees and he's accurate in what he says. He is the amen and he is the faithful and true witness. He is also the beginning of the creation of God. In John's gospel, chapter one, John wrote concerning Jesus, John 1.1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. And then he continues, skipping down a few verses, John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John never, it seems like he never ceased to be amazed that almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, became a man, chose to come and dwell among us. John says, we saw, we beheld his glory. And and this glorious one, full of grace and truth, the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, he now confronts his church. The church in Laodicea, there were specific group of people, but also us, with a frightening warning, but he couples it with a beautiful offer of mercy and grace. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to peruse our website, MainThingRadio.com. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. God has been using Main Thing Radio as a powerful tool to reach people with the gospel, and He has given us a vision to expand our ministry and reach this earthly mission field with His message of hope and forgiveness. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved in producing professional quality radio broadcasts. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? With a gift of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of The Jesus Style by Gail Irwin. Used as a textbook in many seminaries, The Jesus Style shows how the example of Jesus is one after which each Christian should model their own life. 
This inspiring book is yours as our way of saying thank you for your devotion to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.